keep you. <clears throat> is our prayer we're grateful for this second night of these revival services? We had a blessed time last night, and we're grateful for another opportunity to share the word of God. Would you bow with us? Father, we thank you now for this opportunity. We thank you for this moment to share your word. Now, Father, bless us. Keep us, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Give us your strength. Give us your power. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in my sight, O Lord. For you are my strength, my rock, my light, my salvation, my only redeemer. Touch God. Bless God. Revive and renew. In Jesus' name, do we pray and we ask it all. Amen. Psalms 119. You were here last night. Psalms 119, verse 103. Tonight, we want to look at Psalms 119, verse 98. Psalms 119, verse 98. Psalms 119, verse 98. And this is what it says. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies. For they are ever mine. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies. For they are ever mine. And tonight we want to talk from the subject, stay with the lesson. Stay with the lesson. One of my favorite video game series was NCAA football. And any gamer that knows how great EA Sports was on NCAA football, because you would play with either Ohio State or Michigan, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A&M, USC, Oregon, Oregon State, Penn State, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Duke, North Carolina, you would play with Stanford, Washington, Washington State. There's so many others I could name. But you would play the game and you would tackle, you would run, you would feel, it would feel just like it was during college football games. Because we know in college football, it is probably the most exciting sport that there is. And the game would make you excited. The game would make you enthusiastic. And the game would rattle you up and make you continue to go because it was something about the game and it was something about the it was something about playing the game that made you feel good and that made you feel great and it was something about playing the game that you just couldn't shy away from but the thing about it was in order for you to be really successful you had to stay with the instructions in order for you to know how to juke, know how to throw, know how to hurl, know how to spin, you had to stay with the instructions because if you were really going to be good, you had to stay with the instructions because staying with the instructions gave you an advantage. Staying with the instructions so anytime somebody else got frustrated, you can keep playing. And the reason you can keep playing was because you stayed with the instructions. And isn't it just like it is in the Christian life, because sometimes it seems as though all of us face some challenges. But when you stay with the instructions, 
And the reason you can stay with the instructions is because you know the coach. And the coach is God. And the reason you can stay with God is because the Bible is God's playbook. And when you stay with the Bible, God always gives you a good play. God always gives you a good option. God always gives you a reason to keep running. And God will let you score a touchdown in that spiritual life. Because can you be honest? Can you be real? Can we keep it 100 that there are moments, there are times, there are situations where you find yourself flustered, you find yourself fubergassing, you find yourself down, you find yourself in despair, you find yourself depressed, you find yourself in despondency because a life can get to you like that, people can get to you like that. Things can get to you like that. But when you stay with God and when you stay with the playbook, you know God is able. You know God will fix it. You know God will take care of it. You know God will make it better. You know God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask, hope, or faith. You know that God can and you know that God will. It's just sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it, it, it makes you question. Sometimes you want to get but you can't because you're staying with the lesson. And when you stay with God, when you stay with this playbook, when you stay with this word, you keep on going. Whether or not people like you, whether or not people agree with you, whether or not people love you, whether or not people care about you, you stay with the lesson. Whether or not you get this, you get that, you stay with the lesson. Even when you got storms, even when you got valleys, even when you got hurdles, even when you got hard times, even when you got critics, even when you got even when you're faced and dealing with the devil himself, when you stay with the word of God, when you stay with this playbook, God will give you strength and God will give you victory. Is there anybody that knows that God will give you victory? Is there anybody that knows God is giving you victory? Is there anybody that can say God has been good to me? Is there anybody that can say God has been great to me? Is there anybody that can say God has been wonderful to me? Is there anybody that can say God has given me victory? That's how I'm still here. That's why I'm still alive. That's why I'm negative. That's why I haven't stopped. That's why I haven't quit. That's why I haven't thrown in the towel yet. Because God has given me some victory. And because God has given me some victory, I have hope. I have encouragement. I know that if God wasn't on my side, I wouldn't have made it. But because God is on my side, I've made it. Because God is on my side, I'm still here. Because God is on my side, I've taken it, but it didn't take me. I've taken it, but it didn't take me. It took me. It took me for a ride, but it didn't take me down. It took me for a hurdle, but it didn't take me down. That's why I'm still standing. I'm still rising. I'm still here. I'm still strong. All because I know that God is with me. And because God is with me, I'm going to stick with him. Because I've learned and you learn it like you can't hang with everybody. You can't stick with everybody. But when you stick with God, when you trust in God, God will give you some strength to hang in there. In this section of Psalms 119, this is actually a part of Psalms 119, verse 103, where we looked at last, last evening. This section is the 13th section because it's broken down into 22 sections, eight stanzas per line, and that is also said, once again, it's an acrostic alphabetic song because it starts with the Hebrew letter and then we know that in this section it's labeled as mem which means the meditation of the word of God and we discovered last
David is the orchestrator and the composer of this particular section of song. We know David wrote plenty of songs. We know David knew how to call on the Lord. We know David knew how to talk to the Lord. And then now we see that we have to meditate. We see that the love of God is that when we love God's word, it makes us meditate. It makes us happy because when you love God, you're going to love his word. And that's a word for somebody. When you love God, you stay in the word. When you love God, you follow God. When you love God, you trust God. When you follow God, when you hold on, when you hang in there, God is good and God is great. And I ought to have somebody that can say, God is good. God is great to me. I ought to have somebody that can say, God has been mighty good to me. God has been mighty fair to me. God has kept me. Every day of my life, that's why I'm staying in the Word. That's why the Word is in me. That's why the Word leads me. That's why the Word guides me. Because it's from God. And since it's from God, I'm going to stay with it. So the text, the text says, your commandments make me wiser than my enemies. For they are ever mine. In the Hebrew, this word commandments means the Word of God and divine law. This word make means to be wise and to act. Wise. This word wiser means to show oneself wise. This word ban means expressing separation. This word image means to be hostile and to be an enemy. This word ever means long duration, forever, everlasting, evermore, and always with continual existence. So here we see the text. The words of God will make you wise, act wise, and show you to be wise because they have separated you and blocked any comparison from enemies, from foes, and from those that are trying to get in your way. And that's how it is in this life. You got to treasure the word of God. You got to spend time what we talk about in the word of God because the word of God will make you grow. The word of God will make you change. And the word of God watches what have you not react to foolishness and foolish people. Because when you stay in the word of God, you know how to press on. When you stay in the word of God, you're not going to Word of God. The word of God is a mighty good move. 
move and a mighty good erase of God knows how to erase the enemies from the picture. That's what you got to remember. You got to have the word of God when you deal with enemies. Because God's word will give you joy. God's word will give you love. God's word will give you friendship. God's word will help you overcome the mountain, help you overcome the cliff. God's word will help you overcome anything or anybody that's coming at you. Because the Bible lets us know, touch not my anointing, do his servants no harm. Touch not my anointing, do them no harm. God knows how to cut them down. That's why you ain't got to fight them back. That's why you ain't got to give them your time. That's why you ain't got to give them your attention. God already sees them. God knows the schemes. God knows the plot. But ask Jehoshaphat. He'll tell you, God said this battle is not mine, it's the Lord. And God gave Jehoshaphat victory. So the text, be prepared to have enemies. Look at the text. Your commandments make me wilder than my enemies, for they are ever, oh, they are ever mine. So true, you got enemies. You can testify enemies. And you understand, enemies don't play nice and don't play fair. And they most certainly are going to be kind to you. You watch this. You can't expect everybody to be on your side. You can't expect everybody to love you. You can't expect everybody to support you. You can't expect everybody to shine on you. You can't expect everybody to be on your team. You most certainly can't expect everybody to be kind and friendly to you. There will always be an enemy that will begin to show up. There will always be an enemy that has it out for you. There will always be an enemy that doesn't love you. There will always be an enemy that doesn't appreciate you. There will always be an enemy that doesn't walk with you. There are always going to be some enemies that don't like you. It's, that don't love you. It's just a part of life. But you will have to get to the place where you realize, understand, and live with the fact you got to deal with some enemies. Nobody is eliminated from dealing with enemies. Nobody is so good. Nobody is so kind. And nobody is so nice that they won't have enemies. There's going to be people who are against you because you're nice, because you're kind. Enemies will plot against you. Enemies will come at you. Enemies will try to do whatever they can to stop you in this trap. But when an enemy fails to realize, you don't mess with a child of God. You don't come after a child of God. You don't know how God is protecting his children. You don't know how God will shine. Don't stop. Because if they can't get you by themselves, they have people join in. Uh-oh. If they can't get you by themselves, they have people to join in. They have people to talk about you. People plot on you. But you hang in there. You have to live with enemies. You have to live with the gossip and plots of enemies. You got to deal with enemies that are too, too fake. You got to deal with enemies who claim to support you but are talking bad about you. You got to deal with enemies that are they're going to come at you because they won't enjoy you. You have to know that in order that you are in order for you to deal with your enemies, you got to stay in the word because enemies show up. Enemies have agendas, unruly actions. They show no support. And watch this. Enemies show up to see what you are vulnerable in, and they show up to see how they can go after you. See, watch this. It's crazy. You don't bother people, but that don't mean people won't bother you. I'm going to say it again. You don't bother people, but that don't mean they won't bother you. But what I want to tell you don't stop being you. 
be. Don't stop doing what the Lord has placed in your heart. And let me tell you, you keep your head up. You keep standing strong. You keep standing with a with joy. You keep standing with hope. And you keep standing with belief. Because you know that God is a head of protection. You know God is a shield. You know God is a mighty good God. Let him come. But when you got the word and when you got God, you already, you already won. They can't beat you when you don't let them. Don't let your enemy stop you. Because who you stick to will make you stick with the program. It's in the text. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever mine. The text says something that's important. Your commandments, speaking of God, because the right words and direction will keep you in the midst of persecution. In the midst of problems, in the midst of valleys, in the midst of hills, in the midst of hurt, the right words will keep you. Sometimes we go, we get the we get the wrong words from the wrong people, and instead of us having a biblical and godly response, we do what the devil wants. You got to get in the word of God and stop letting people feed you junk. Stop letting people feed you mess. Stop letting people feed you garbage. If you trust in God, let God feed you what is biblical. Let God feed you what will give peace. And let God feed you what will give direction. Stop letting ungodly people try to give you advice when they are taking their own advice. Because when I have the word, it's a daily reminder. God is with me. And it shows up. God gives victory to his people. God leads his people. God loves his people. God satisfies his people. God will always come through for his people. God makes things possible for his people. That's what happens when you are in It's not even worth it 
trying to get even with you. But at least when you're in the word of God, Lord have mercy, thank you, God. You'll make better decisions. When you're in the word of God, you'll make reasonable choices. When you're in the word of God, you'll always make sound godly methods because it's about being in a place where the Lord is at work. You want to get to the point to say, God, to stay with God, also say, I'm not going to miss my blessings. I'm not going to ruin my name. I'm not going to ruin my reputation. I'm not going to ruin my day. I'm not going to ruin my week. I'm not going to ruin my year. I'm not going to ruin my life. I'm not going to ruin my mental health, my emotional health, my spiritual health. I'm not going to ruin that for you. If you don't like it, you don't like me, that's your problem. That's your prerogative. But I'm not going to let it ruin me. I'm not going to let it take me out. I'm not going to let it stop me because I'm determined. I've decided I'm going to move on. I'm going to press on. I'm going to trust God. I'm not going to let you get the best of me because you tried it before and it almost got me. You tried it before and I got out of character. But since I got this word, I'm determined. I'm not getting out of character. I'm determined. You can't break me. You can't stop me because the word and God is so real to me. Because you got to you gotta trust God when you are going through because a better result is coming. A new attitude comes to one who clings to God. It's on the text. Your commandments may be wiser than my enemies for that, everyone. Look at the text. The word of God will make you wise, it'll help you overcome your enemies. Because there's something about having the Lord that makes you wise. There's something about letting, the, about letting the Lord have complete and full control in your life. It will make you wise. There's something about letting the Lord have you. When you have devotion with God, it'll make you wise. When you talk to God, it'll make you wise. When you meditate with God, it'll make you wise. When you get in silence with God, it'll make you wise. Because when you have the word, wisdom doesn't stop. But wisdom continues to go. Wherever you go, wisdom will be a friend for you. That's why you got to seek God and stay in the word to get the wisdom God has for you. The word of God will give you a new style, new mode, new method. And a new thought process. Because you can't operate without God and without his word. You can't live without that. You can't go without that. You can't be without that. It's something that you can be without. But when you get the word of God and when you listen to the word, the word of God will show you what to avoid. The word of God will show you. You don't need to have everything that every, everybody around you. The wisdom of God will show you. You Sometimes you got to be still. Sometimes you got to be silent. Because there are always people trying to get a reaction out of you. But when you sit still, when you be silent, when you be cool, as Michelle, as I pray, former first lady Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high. When you get the word of God, you ain't got time for that. You can just stand still, sit still, be quiet, have your feet planted, because you're on a solid rock, a solid foundation, knowing that God got your back. Oh, yes, it does. It was. I said, God has your back. But you got to stay with God and not try to get even. But you got to 
who started his career coaching the Cleveland Browns, which he's the only coach to have his have a team name after him. But Bill Walsh and Paul, watch this. Bill Walsh and Paul Brown had a disagreement. And because they had a disagreement, it broke up their relationship. Bill Walsh left Paul Brown in the Bengals. He tried to get so he tried so hard to get a head coaching job, but it didn't come as well. Come to find out, one of the main reasons why he didn't get a head coaching job was because Paul Brown made phone calls. And Paul Brown kept him from getting a job. So Bill Walsh went to college football. He was a college football coach. But then he got a job with the San Francisco Warriors. And that became the turning point in Bill Walsh's life. Because Bill Walsh became the the, 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 the leader of the San Francisco 49ers. He created the historical West Coast offense. And not only that, Bill Walsh led the San Francisco 49ers to three Super Bowls in the 1980s. And they became the, one of the greatest story franchises in the history of the National Football League. And even to this day, Bill Walsh is still arguably considered one of the top five greatest NFL coaches of all time. But that's what happened. And not only that, Bill Walsh played against the Cincinnati Bengals twice in the 80s in the Super Bowl. Guess what? The 49ers won. That's what happened with Bill Walsh. Even though somebody tried and planned to keep him down, whoop, they could. And he overcame that enemy and became one of the greatest coaches of all time.
Ain't nothing about your enemies, about what you deal with in life. Whatever, whether you realize it or not, you need some enemies. You need opposition. You need tribulation. And you need to have some adversity. Because it's something we all need. If it wasn't for adversity, if it wasn't for enemies, if it wasn't for trial, if it wasn't for the rain, you wouldn't have learned some things. You wouldn't have endured some new chapters. And you really wouldn't trust God the way that you do. Because you become, watch this, you become more complete when you don't fight back. Look at the text. Your commandments many wiser than my enemies. For they are the word of God. It makes you complete. And there are times that there are many who are incomplete because they let the wrong things come into their space in the atmosphere to where now they have trouble. They can't get recommendations. They can't get hired. They can't get nobody to sponsor them. Nobody wants to speak. They don't get invited anywhere all because they fought when they didn't have to. There are going to be, and there are, there are going to be students you go to school with who will be your enemies. There are going to be those who are happy for your academic success, your athletic accomplishments. There are going to be those who get tired of hearing your name. And they're going to start trying to smear your name. They're going to start trying to say all kind of mean things about you. But I want to tell you, don't you listen to them. You keep on being successful. You keep on getting straight. You keep on showing up to practice. You keep on working hard. Don't let your enemies keep you down. There's some athletes. You need to understand this principle. That they're going to be your some teammates that don't like the fact that the coach it's calling your name. There gonna be some teammates that don't like the fact that you're getting all the publicity, you're getting all the press. But what I want to tell you is, don't let it keep you down, because you got something special in you, and there's something special about you, and that's why you can't let them keep you down. There are those who are in the ministry, and I gotta tell you, even in ministry, you're gonna cast a man. Everybody won't like. It. You're getting called. Everybody won't like you getting your name and picture on flyers. Everybody won't like that the position in ministry that you are, especially when it's growing, when it's healthy, when the Lord is allowing the first. Everybody won't like that. You have those trying to infiltrate the camp. You have those trying to get close to hurt you. You have those trying to stop you. But what I want to tell you is when you trust in God, God will take care of your enemies. And that's a word for everybody that's listening tonight. You ought to type in the comments that God will take care of my enemies. It was the great, famous prime minister, Winston Churchill, who said, you got enemies. Good. That means you actually stood up for something in life. American author Paul Newman said, if you don't have enemies, you don't have character. And uh, I know enemies can hurt you. And uh, I know enemies can make you sad. Oh, 
Do my part. 
God got you. Nobody great can be great without some adversaries. But God got you. Jesus had the Pharisees and scribes. But Jesus had the last laugh. The United States has had enemies, Japan, Germany, but they had the last laugh. Whatever happens, whatever you go through, trust God and know that in all things, God is working it together for your good. Don't fight your enemies. Don't, don't give them that type of attention or that. You stay with the Lord, and God will always keep you. Stay with him. And just know, God is able. He's able. He's able to turn it around for you. As I might know, Increases strength so you can get away. They that wait on the Lord shall have their strength. You might have when he's like, he was running around, you weary, walking, not faint. You wait on God, and God will take care of you. Father, thank you now for this word. We pray that you can just continue blessing. We pray for somebody who's, who's dealing with maybe a hard time, who's tired, who's distressed. We pray you'll give them strength right now, give them courage. Give them wisdom. Give them intuition. Use them. Bless them. Protect them. Let them know that this too will pass. And it's passing right now. Oh, we bless you. And we thank you. We glorify you. And we honor you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we say thank you. And we call it done. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.